It's those good old-fashioned values, and we are talking about South Park Season 5. We're back in South Park, and we are going to have ourselves a time talking about uh, 14 episodes of the show. This is where the show really comes into its own, and um, I'm excited to talk about it because uh, there's a lot of fantastic fucking stuff here. It's like some all-time highlights here, and... A lot of bad stuff here, too. A lot of the show's worst episodes and a lot of episodes that just seem strange now that just don't really make any sense. So, yeah. In that entrance, did you, like, swallow Gene Rayburn? <laughs> no, I'm, man- I'm, I'm manic. I'm manic from having demolished Andy off record. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got the, oh, man. I've got, it's so, it's I mean, so good that we didn't record that, Andy. You would never recover from that. <laughs> that is not, no. Yeah, no, we. Well, it, I, you didn't miss that. Yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got a like a baseball announcer energy in me right now. Yeah. So, so if I'm, if you I'm sound like you host my... the Turkish version of like uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Price is Right. So if I may, for a second, put on my. It's like if Alex Trebek was gay and annoying. Yeah. Well. Mm. I mean, you can't prove he wasn't anymore. <laughs> no, no, I was gonna say that's that's you. Well, emphasis uh, on the was. Okay. Andy, that's... Uh, can we be professional for a second? Yeah. Okay, yes. Now, if I may be professional, I would like to put on my uh, pretentious, stupid critic hack and say, uh, South Park Season 5, considering its amount of iconic and important episodes and character changes, is truly the season where South Park became South Park. I'm only half exaggerating here. This, like, there was a bunch of stuff that, like, South Park fans I've heard bring up casually com- in, in casual conversation this season. And I've been like, like, like I've heard Scott Tennerman for like over a decade yeah. now, that yeah. name, with, with very little, con- varying amounts of context. And now it's like, oh, now I know. Now I, I you know. Think, uh, and like, do you think when Scott Tennerman hit puberty, he became Scott Baritone Man? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. I kind of like that one. This is a, this is like <laughs> yeah, a really, <laughs> this is a really weird uh, season. I'm sorry because... for making fun of you, Andy. <laughs> now that you have my back. What is it? No, it was good. Just like you know, fucking just die already. Uh, the, the, this one's we talk about like the uh, the week long production cycle and how it uh, informs the show. But another important part is how it takes a really long break halfway through these early seasons. Like they'd make. You know, like seven to nine episodes, then pause for a few months, and uh, uh, oh, then then something happens. I, I hear. Yeah, and then you know they pause for a few months, and then seven make seven to nine. But you know, halfway through, there was this Israeli dance competition. What do you mean, Ty? We could do it all we want. It's not hard. We don't do the editing for this show. <laughs> yeah. Um, but by, by you know. the way, uh, because I know I could never get away with tweeting this, uh, the only people, the only reason people don't like you bringing up that theory is because they can't accept that white boys have moves too. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. Look, guys, can we all just admit, like, they were busting a move? They were busting they a move. Oh like, no, re- they, they re- ate that shit up. But like, yeah. regardless. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um. Just. Just. Building sevens exploding and they're just shouting, Go white boy, go white boy, go as an Israeli is just break dancing yeah. on the street. <laughs> the, no- the number one the number one uh g- game show internationally, so you think Israelis can dance. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I don't wanna delete this. This is really No, we're funny. not we're not deleting this. It's we don't fine. actually believe that shit. Or if it turns out it's true all the time, does. but probably not. <laughs> oh, okay, Angie, yeah, and, and Angie's Angie, Jewish, so you can't get mad. Yeah, yeah. Not the, yeah. Angie's, al- Angie's, <laughs> Angie's allowed to believe what actually happened. <laughs> Stop, <laughs> Ty. Ty just opens like the this episode with an audio recording of her saying all of the all of the the controversial jokes in this episode were approved by a Jewish woman. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. We well, we uh. Well, let's just say maybe not. Well, it wasn't even one Jewish woman. We have like a whole council of elders. That's Uh, true. We do. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> God damn it. Okay. So Oh man. Um so this season halfway through I can say it. People think I'm Jewish sometimes. <laughs> No, a couple of I was walking around the streets of LA and a couple of uh, Chabad guys uh, approached me like they were wearing like the garb and everything and they were just like, yeah. "Excuse me, are you Jewish?" Shalom, brother. And I, yeah. I thought I you said, were going to say they just walked up to me and said, "Shalom." <laughs> no, I'm just No, I just look stupid and talk yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just funny. Um and <laughs> Well, they, they they I started laughing. They were like, "Do you get that a lot?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Um, yeah, so... I, one time, I don't know if I told this story on the pod, but uh, one time I was at like a Ren fair when I was like 16 or 17 or whatever. And uh, I was wearing a shirt of like just some, like something I liked at the time that had like a Star of David on it or whatever. Uh, and, and I was walking past like these two guys, you know, and I'm just, you know, I'm, you know, I'm out there. I have like curly hair and like weird, uh, you know, I'm wearing like this star of david tank top or whatever and just some guy walks past like audibly says to his friend like well that kid's jewish <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. honestly well, I, it's not what i was going for but Sorry, it's a that was me gig. yeah that was you <laughs> yeah i was just walking around with like um, my fro my fro all the way out it's like well that guy that guy looks that guy that guy looks a little jewish really funny if like every time that any one of us got negged it was one of the others and it was just like we didn't realize until like <laughs> yeah just now like 23 years in just like oh shit that was you <laughs> so uh if i can actually connect this to, to south park this this is related you may to not that i i can because one of the things I noticed this season is I I feel like have Cartman you listened to more. this show? You can't actually. <laughs> no, yeah. we're on we're on serious episode. This is an episode <laughs> where we actually talk about the show. You're right. Um, uh, but uh, the, the the thing I was gonna say is I felt like Cartman was way more anti-Semitic and like made like he just called Kyle Jew a bunch this season. Yeah. Or yeah. Like that's some that is something I noticed. There's there's a lot more antagonism between him and Kyle. This I season. mean outside of one oh yeah actually that's a good way to tie it into the the season because outside of one yeah. very pernicious example of anti-semitism i think it's more just like in line with like he's becoming Cartman's more a piece of he's, shit. Beca- he's becoming more of an asshole like as yeah. the character this evolves. Is the fir- yeah this is the first season where you can really sit down and go yeah cartman's evil now uh, he's fucking evil yeah no he 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 definitely I think what's crucial with him is that he's still whiny and spoiled and annoying and a child, yeah. but he's fucking. But he's evil also now. like he's a fucking yeah. sociopath now. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it, it that really peaks in uh the Scott Tenderman episode, which we'll talk in the back half. Um, yeah. God, you know this episode, this season has fourteen episodes, so it wouldn't make sense to do a two parter. But I kind of wish we did because like the tone of the first eight episodes versus the last uh six is no i guess 9-11 changed everything man yeah no it's it's such a vast gulf because like the first half they're talking all about like you know they're still doing their banging on about you know liberal culture war stuff like you know you've got uh terrence and philip behind the blow and the whole thing is just like global warming isn't real and earth day (laughs) people are annoying and then, like, the next half of the season, it's like, all of our civil liberties are being trampled, and we live in a police state now. Yeah, so, but also, it's kind of good. It's, well, we'll talk, we'll talk about how, like, in, in the, the, the immediate reaction episode, what is it, they, they kind of, they, they really don't know what they're doing, but then they yeah, quickly well, settle, yeah. they settle on, like, it's kind of fucked up how you have to not, like, use nail clippers at the airport. I, I don't know. Certain individuals seem to think that they really did know what they were doing at that episode. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. But um, are we thinking about the same thing? Spencer? We are. We are. Um, I have not okay, thought about anything since 2014. So yeah, <laughs> that explains that, that explains how you got on the show. Yeah, no, just like Family Guy podcast. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah, let's. Um. So but, yeah, no, it's it. There's definitely like a demarcation between like the episodes that happened before September 11th and the ones that happened after. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, a lot of the ones that came after, I think, are like structurally more coherent than. The yeah, I would ones. agree. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I would also like to say, as the guy who is not familiar with South Park, I'm curious to see how much that carries over through the the following seasons. 
Uh, I think it does. Uh, it might just be because they're kind of getting into a groove now, finally. Yeah. Um, like, yes. The next season is the best one. Uh, it's like, Ooh. indisputably, I think, the best one. And uh, that's... Bolt take, bolt. I think it's just because the Bush years kind of... I don't know. They kind of get... The Bush years kind of get them in their stride because, like... They 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 kind of dial back like the anti-liberal stuff a tiny bit just because, you know, they're not the dominant cultural force anymore. And yeah. uh, they th even when they do it, it's like, you know, are you really going to get mad at them for making fun of John Kerry? Like, are, is, is that really no. like what you're going to get upset about? Like, also, I, I no, I but I'm going to get fucking pissed at them for making fun of Al Gore. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get we're going to get so fucking mad. Uh, the man pig like isn't to... even a real thing, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just like to establish, Spencer, you, you know, you said that uh, next season is the best uh, season. You know who would disagree with you? Who? Matt Stone. He says this is the best season they've done. Yeah. Well, uh... yeah. Well, that's, he must be odd. Matt Stoned because he's wrong about that. Yeah. Well, tr I, I do get why in, in the sense of, like, this is the first real, like, I mean, they've done the movie, which was very impressive, but this is, this does feel like, this feels like the South Park that I am aware of through the cultural zeitgeist. Like, this is, this is modern South Park, essentially. Yeah. Um, although I feel like there are multiple seasons before this where I said, yeah, we're at multiple modern South Park now, so... You know, these are know. these are definitely the episodes that like when I started catching shit, like a lot of these were the ones where it's like, oh, this is like what South Park is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, and I don't think that I don't think everybody. that holds true for like the whole thing. But like this is I, I yeah, I feel like I I have like a theory that like most uh like and I don't know if it's my theory. I might just be like commenting on something that like is just self-evident but like it feels like a lot of shows like around season three to five is like that's where they kind of enter like the golden years or whatever yeah that is true yeah, yeah. i agree and uh this one this is such a weird way to enter the golden years though because again we have the demarcation but also like the thing is is that well this season has some of the all-time best episodes like um i would submit for all-time status at the very least Butter's very own episode. Scott Tennerman yep. must die. Yeah. Um, I'd, e I'd even say Cartman Land is up there too. Cartman Land, yeah, Cartman Land. Yeah. I would That's say that good. honorable mention status at least belong to Here Comes the Neighborhood and Proper Condom Use. And yeah, no, the so, entity's great too. If only like the entity. Yes, I love the entity. If only because of just all of the Kyle two stuff. The the only thing I will say about the entity that kind of puts it away from best of all time status is when Kyle comes back the other kyle comes back it's even better like it's but oh my I god he is, he is such a great character it's i i feel I, I mean i don't think we're talking about that one in the back half but just it it is the perfect joke maybe just the fact that like and it and it they can get away with it because like you know half of the creative team is jewish but just just making him just like a little inbred dog <laughs> just like <laughs> <laughs> just like standing around with like a little underbite and just like <laughs> just in it's literally like <laughs> every scene that he's in like you could replace him with the the happy merchant picture and it would be the exact same well, thing they find a new way to make him annoying like every single scene like yeah just the scene where he's in bed it's like oh do you have a humidifier and it's yeah. just like it's so perfect like they just <laughs> They just find all of these awful ways to make him annoying in just the right way. Or when he, when like he finds out that Kyle is like, you know, had to pay Cartman to not, you know, be at these semantic tours. He's like, you know, I think he probably could have gotten along with that for twelve fifty, you know, maxima. <laughs> yeah, the the best part of that episode, I think, is Cartman when. He just like he's just like all right, I'll do that for forty bucks. And as soon as he like lays eyes on the kid, he is just like, yeah, this is going to be the hardest. Thing I've ever done. <laughs> like just just Cartman just like fidgeting and freaking out in class uh, is so good. Yeah. I, I, oh I also we, we, and the joke about like the the concentration camp or whatever. Like this, is, I think something that makes this season sing so much more than some of the earlier ones did is because like. I, their joke writing was like pretty solid for a good run of the show, but whatever for whatever reason, the timing is so much like cleaner and snappier. It is this very season. snappy, and just yeah. like like they have like little conversational bits that like absolutely kill. Like 
I don't remember which episode, but one of the earlier episodes where they're just, uh, I think it might have literally been the first one during, like, the shit, you know, where, where like, Kyle's like, oh, I have tickets to the Lion King, and they're like, oh, and then Cartman comes up, and he's like, guys, you're never gonna believe this, and then Kyle's like, what, fat boy, and he's like, I, there's, well, he, like, he does the thing that you do whenever we make fun of you, Spencer, he's just like, like, in the middle of his yeah. sentence, he's just like, well, and then it keeps going on with what he's saying. And it's, I don't know why, but it's just all those little, like, conversational touches just destroyed me. Because, like, it's not something that feels like it should fit in the DNA of the show, but it does every time. Yeah. Or, yeah. They're so good at, like, taking, like, jokes that, like, would have just felt, like, kind of juvenile in the previous seasons. And they just keep them going and push them further and harder until they become, like, Oh, the, the sand in your vagina thing. Is the sand in your example, vagina but, thing. Yeah. Although, like, the horrible accents the knights in the shit episode use. <laughs> Where yeah. They're just like increasingly just like it's just, just like the like weird Irish brogue that they have and yeah. I think the brogue. one that like Did this I just say brogue? I did, yeah. Send that audience about a cartoon caveman. Brogue. <laughs> um, it's brog. Yeah, Irish brog. No, that was and, that was a joke. Yeah. It's brogue. Uh but and uh i i yeah i don't know how to pronounce words and they, <laughs> um what is it yeah uh the, or the I've, I've, only they, seen it, you... I've only seen yeah i've never heard anyone say that word i've only seen it read <laughs> <laughs> yeah no the the one that uh just like i should not like this joke but it just consistently got to me was just the people with the butt faces just just going like <laughs> just farting all their words. Yeah. yeah, they just like do it at the worst time possible, or the part where they're crying and it's just yeah. like and this, a and minute Kenny's of fart noises. Like, please stop, please. Stop. <laughs> it's like a minute of fart noises is just it's it's so dumb. It loops around to being and honestly, they get like all of their like I think that episode is a perfect example of like the thing you're talking about because like there's so many jokes in that episode that like because they don't like spend a lot of time like they move past them very quick like you get to kind of catch them in the moment and that makes them feel less juvenile where where it's like the you know the butt like the butt head dad is talking about like you know oh I don't eat in I don't eat Indian food because it always makes me throw up <laughs> yeah. So, or, um, or just, just the way I, that I, everyone, I mean, when they say, oh, in case you didn't realize, we have asses on our face, and everyone says, really? <laughs> oh, no, I've never yeah. noticed that. And yeah, I mean, that's... just like while we're hitting on, like, I think jokes of stuff we're not going to cover in the back half, because, like, it feels like, Andy, it feels like you want to move on, and, like, we should move on, but just, like, I also, there's just so much, that, like, um, what's the... Honestly, I think they do like the Family Guy extended joke better than yes, you guys maybe ever did it in lot. the cripple fight. Uh, where it's just like, where like they basically like yeah. solve the entire problem, but just like as it's going on, just in the background, you just consistently hear them like beating the shit out of each other, like while Cartman is like you know I mean, going on TV talking about like you know well we need stem cells or we need to let gays back in camp, and just as that happening, you hear Jimmy just going like. Fuck you! <laughs> I just like getting the shit out of each other for like a that, day straight. That's a movie. I think that's a movie reference to They Live, which you know, oh, if it really? works, it oh. works. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Like, that's I love that scene. That scene in They Live is so good. But I think the one that got me the hardest was in Terrence and Philip behind the blow when they just have like Philip reciting like seven pages of Macbeth. Just oh, like, yeah. for Hamilton, it yeah. just keeps going. Like they just keep on reading it yeah. and longer, longer and longer and longer, and they keep doing it in the Canadian voice. It, I don't yeah. know why. And it's over because none of them are good at acting. No. <laughs> like, because they all have like they all have like the very like monotone, like very you know single intonation voice that they give all the Canadians in that show. So yeah. it's like it's, it literally feels like just like someone reading a script in a funny voice. It's perfect. Yeah. So um, same thing with that because I don't. Sorry, I, I don't think we're gonna get into it. But same thing with like none of Jimmy's jokes are funny. Like zero <laughs> no, of them are. None good. Of them are. And they that's do, such a right. that's such a good suck. joke. Is everyone being like, oh, well, Jimmy's the funniest guy in town, and just all of his jokes are like, did you hear about this George Bush guy? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to know something, uh, Ty? What? That's Jimmy's you. you. Oh that's man, why this they is call like... me, that's why they call me Quick Draw. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's sort of like in a western when they have a duel and yeah. they just both shoot each other. And we're, die. we're both in, we're both inching towards our gun, just like. But instead of the gun, it's like, or instead of like a bullet, it fires just one of those like flags that says you're gay. <laughs> Come on, does that, I? You know, like the like like the Joker does. Yeah, like the Joker shoots. Yeah, yeah. the Joker so should call people those. gay. That'd be a really good thing. I, I do want to move on a little bit, but not to the, the episodes in the back half. I'm going to ask, who are the biggest? Like we've talked about, how Cartman obviously is maybe the biggest winner of well five, he's, but who else he's, who he's else definitely the, the biggest winner if uh <laughs> <laughs> that that actually did not mean to come out that fake of a laugh but you know <laughs> uh, <laughs> good one Ooh. uh i don't but, know i i think jimmy honestly just like to the extent Jimmy. where it's like jim jimmy takes the place that timmy had for like the preceding season and a half or whatever like, yeah. Jimmy is, like, a breakout star in the way that, like, t- I don't think Timmy ever was. Because Timmy was also more of a punchline. And I think it's hard Whereas to, with like... Jimmy, they can they can use him as a character. Um, I, you know, based on how you guys talked about Chef, I'm kind of surprised he's still in the show. I thought, like... No, he's around for a while. It was, like, a, a very while. early thing. Okay. No, and it feels like it would be an early thing. No, he's around till like, I think, what, like, season 11, maybe? Uh, but I, I think, like, he begins, like, kind of going to the, you know, more to the background as, like, the supporting cast gets bigger. Um, yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah. Each hmm. season he's a little less, but I still think he gets, he gets good stuff. Like, I, I liked, um, this is a spoiler, but in the Kenny Dies episode where he's, like, talking about how God is an angry, vengeful beef fucker. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a good scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. Preach, brother. Yeah. I, I don't know. One thing I will say about the season is that there also are a couple, there are a couple serious duds, and we're going to talk about Osama bin Laden has yeah. party pants in the back. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to say without, spo- without spoiling anything, they they're all Spencer. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Uh, we're also going to talk about Kenny dies in the back, <laughs> and um, no, no response. Yeah, I'm just I'm just kind of gliding along, you know. And got to keep this show. Damn. I guess, this we, I guess we run out of material. Emphasis on train. Spencer's just gliding along until he hits a brick wall, then moves yeah. to the side, glides yeah. along, and hits another brick wall. Yeah. This podcast is just an experiment to see how long you can get away with saying it's you before it stops being funny. And the answer is three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, At least you're self-aware about it. The... I will say Terrence and Philip behind the blow. That one is like half funny and all the Earth Day stuff is South Park at its like libertarian preachy yeah. worst. It's just uh God, like the part where they have this really annoying tendency to get a character to like they they like they pull the black friend thing basically, except it's not even a black friend, it's a black character thing. Yeah. And they do it like they have Clyde go like, well, my dad's a geologist and he says there's no proof for global warming. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. you know, jerk off motion. It's like, yeah, good no, one. I mean, that is, to be fair, like it's it's very pathetic, but it's also like kind of a baller move to be like, yeah, I voiced a black friend so I can say that. Yeah. Or though, <laughs> like, when they voice Big Al and Big Al yeah. just says like, I think oh, it's God. wrong. I think it's wrong to sue people for to sue the Boy Scouts. We need for to change their minds. Yeah, we need yeah. we need to change their mind. So you know, I I don't think that I should be allowed in Scouts unless unless they unless they you know become nice. You know, yeah. I I think it's uh, I think it's on me and by extension all gay people to hold the to. Just hold concede, the Vatican to con- accountable. To concede at every possible turn to anything that could possibly be used to discriminate against us. Yeah. Ty, it's been like almost like what? It's been almost two years since we started this doing this podcast. I'm glad you finally started using your real voice. Year and a half. Yeah, that's yeah. my real voice. <laughs> yeah, that's my real voice. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that one. that one's really bad. Super Best Friends is like... Super Best Friends is weird since I've I've that episode got pulled around yeah. the uh, Muhammad controversy and like of the two. Oh, was there like did, was like did he get canceled or something? <laughs> <laughs> but um, the 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 best part about it is is that like I'd heard about this episode for years, but I never saw it because it's on no streaming services. So I looked it no. up on like some you know Snap dot do website and 
I watched it. I'm like, well, I'm kind of glad they did pull it because this one fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's not I, that. That is the thing. Like there are stinkers. And I think even the stinkers like have redeeming qualities. But it, it's definitely they are not at a point where like their output is consistently perfect, which is. Yeah. I don't know if they ever get there, but I think they get closer. They get pretty to that. damn close next season. Yeah, they, they get like they, they're they're if they can bat 300, they're going to do it next season. Um, which is so funny since it's the, uh, since it's the, uh, like it's the season where Kenny is gone. Which I mean, to be fair, like they, they find stuff to do with Kenny, like through a lot of the show, but like, I, I think it is. And we'll get, obviously we'll talk about it when we get to that season, but I do think it's like an interesting choice to be like, to look at like your, your world and be like, okay, well this character is kind of run its course. Let's see what else we can do with it. Like that's something that very, very few like TV you know, creators yeah. would do. You can say a lot about uh, fucking Kenny dies as an episode of TV, but I, you know, it is bold. It is a yeah. bold decision. And it's, yeah. so, it's very fucking funny too. In like a meta way that the show is normally not. Yeah. Infinitely more bold than Brian dies. I feel. Yeah. Yeah, but that's like saying, "Oh, my grandma died." It's almost as sad as when my goldfish died. Like, <laughs> yeah, like fair. what? What is that's your? Fair. No, but just, I mean, and we're talking about that in the back half, so we don't want to get too too deep into it. Um, yeah, that's this true. Size, that's but true. It, it's legitimately, I think that episode is funny in a way that the show had not really been funny before, and it's it's an interesting like experiment for them. Yep. I yeah. I also just want to say, uh, since we're not going to talk about it in the back half, here comes the neighborhood. That is, like, a good example of one thing South Park does great, where they take one really good joke and they just keep building on it and just going further and further and further and then bringing it home at the last second. They have plenty of episodes oh, where God. it's just the, one good the, joke. The, and the they last just... line in that episode might be the best punchline they've ever made on that show. It is, It is like, yeah. it is 22 minutes of sustained perfection. Just everything about that episode from just the way it mounts to the way they do it completely poker faced until the yeah. very end is so it's, it, it feels honestly kind of ballsy, even it's though it's like the early 2000, it genuinely feels kind of ballsy for them to do that, but it is yeah. so fucking good. No, it's that, that episode is I like, yeah, there's not a whole lot to dig into it about. Cause it literally is just like one joke that they escalate for, you know, 22 minutes, but just just building up to that final punchline is one of like the biggest sustained jokes they've ever done and it kills. Um all right. Uh do we have anything else to say? This is a really good season. It's a really fun season of TV. Yeah. Uh um, let me go through. Don't have anything to say about that episode. Don't have anything about that. It was the heat of the moment. Telling me what your heart meant. Heat of the moment shown in your eyes. I never meant to be so bad to you. One thing I said that I would never do. One look from you and I would fall from grace. And that would wipe the smile right from my face. Do, do you, you remember, remember when, when we used, used to dance? An incident to from circumstance. One thing led to another, we were young. And we would scream together songs and songs. It was the heat of the moment. Telling me what my heart meant. The heat of the moment. Showed in your eyes. So we're starting off with uh, the all-time classic Scott Tenner. Maybe the most die. infamous episode of the show. Also, maybe one of the best. It's... Yeah, probably the best. Andy, 
Andy, how familiar were you with this one? I know you knew about the 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 twist at the end, but how, how familiar? Yeah, I were think you? I knew about that. I I did not know Radiohead was in this episode. That was that was a funny little surprise. Yeah, I yeah. have to. Uh, un- unfortunately, I have to back out of this discussion because I I cannot be an unbiased observer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I think I knew heard about the that it opened with. I think I'd seen part of this episode before with the because the the pubic hair stuff seemed familiar. Like my my take on this episode is that like there are a lot of good jokes and it is and it does ultimately succeed at what it wants that's out to do. My favorite I really like like all I like how just like it starts with the simplest, most like stupid bullshit the show has ever done. And then it just ends with like Cartman makes a kid do cannibalism. Yeah. <laughs> I will I will say, um, I thought that that Cartman himself, based on the way that he described it, killed the parents, which he might as well have done. You know, I mean, they... it's he he all but did, but like that he shot the gun himself, and he and and surprisingly was like, oh okay, okay, that makes a little more sense. I um I I'm glad you mentioned that because they said in the writing process they were genuinely concerned as to whether or not they could do this because they were like, you know, you do this, you can't really go back. No. Um, and I think they're they're solution was is that they'd make sure that Cartman doesn't pull the trigger himself. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I also think that something that helped like decompress from this episode. Cause like, yeah, this is like big, obviously, but I think like something that they do for like the remainder of the season is like, they kind of make light of it. Like, you know, every, like when Cartman does something, he's like, you know, you know, you better shut up. I'll feed you to your parents. And like, they kind of, they don't really, go more with that so like they kind of turn it into like a running thing which i think dilutes the power more than if it like oh this is just like the most fucked up thing he ever did and then just we don't i talk also about really that. like how for the the entirety of the episode nobody but eric cartman gives a shit about scott tenorman yes yeah yeah he's like trying to get them at who's scott tenorman you know What's up? i've always i've always remembered this episode as just like an extended build-up to the finale and it kind of is um and i've for loved now. showing but there's good stuff in here. Oh, I really love showing it to people because, like, if you don't know what's coming, getting to watch someone's reaction is so much fun. Yeah, you you are just especially because it does for... come from left field. Yeah, it totally yeah. comes from left field, and like Scott's reaction isn't funny. That's what makes it funny. No. Like his his reaction is like, "What would happen if someone learned their parents got killed?" Like it. That's what makes it so shocking. Especially because, like, yeah, going back and revisiting, like, the episode does kind of set you up for, like, thinking that, oh, Cartman's going to get his comeuppance, you know, like, you know, or maybe not even comeuppance, but like, oh, you know, Scott's going to trick him and then, you know, Cartman's going to lose again because he loses, like, every time Cartman does something really shitty, like, he loses in the end. Like, that's that's how you can get away with him being such an asshole. And then just the twist of, like, no, he actually fucking destroyed this kid's life is like it's it's such a swerve that like no like once you know about it you cannot expect like how like much the episode builds up to like or like yeah. changes from the ending it was building up to yeah it's a bold fucking swing to the fences and i would say it it genuinely succeeds yeah it succeeds and i also want to say though like on the way there there are some really fucking good jokes like just yeah. on the way just like Everyone in the woods beating off to Scott Tenorman's mom. Yes! <laughs> it's just like, I'm calling the cops, and then just like the entire male cast just disappears from the yeah. bushes. <laughs> it's or the, like, uh, just Scott Tenorman's mom is like the human embodiment of like a truck stop with 50 gay guys hooking up. <laughs> you know, I like love one that. Of the, one of those raids that Samuel Delaney would have written about. <laughs> I think the part that made uh, me that made me laugh really hard was just like when Cartman like he get, hears about the pube fair. He goes there and he asks the first guy in Fort Collins, "Where's the pube fair?" And the guy's voice is just like, "There's no pube fair, you little smartass." It's just so <laughs> <laughs> just like the just beleaguered tone he takes. It's so good. The whole and oh my god, the fucking pony sucking on the hot dog. Yeah, <laughs> that pony. Just Don't sensuously sucking job. it on. Yeah, yeah. Would you like, would you keep... fuck a pony if it was the best lay of your life? Yo, if a pony gave like top tier. If a, if a pony gave absolutely like bombastic head, would you would you do it? Yeah, you can close your eyes. It's no, like damn, uh, you know, I fucked I fucked uglier women before. It's not <laughs> woo! 
this yeah the uh, the way there is a lot funnier than yeah. I remembered and this episode also was a big stylistic shift for them because it's one of the first episodes they did that only focuses on one plot it's just kind of like yeah. the Looney Tunes antics basically of Cartman trying to get revenge on this kid and I think it on it, it helps make the ending stick a lot more because we've like been following it through this whole way and then when it just takes that hard right turn into horror at the end it's like oh shit okay so yeah, if yeah we no, had some I, like fucking B plot with Stan and Kyle, this episode wouldn't work. Yeah, like at all. Yeah, no. well, maybe not at all, but it would be significantly diminished. I also don't think they'd have the time to set up like all of the requisite uh, yeah, background true. for yeah. the ending. Like, yeah, I, I think it would rob it of like its immediacy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Radiohead just showing up at the end and just going, well, "You're a little crybaby, aren't yeah, you?" Yeah, you're it's... a little faggot. <laughs> it's. It's just the cherry on the top. Especially I think what makes... like that's just kind of the guy that Tom York is. <laughs> yeah, that's. I like if that... Tom York saw a kid eat his parents, he'd probably be like, "All right, well, so, what else is going uh, on?" I feel like <laughs> he's he would a dickhead. Know. Did, how much did like Radiohead know like what the rest of the episode was in about when they recorded the lines? My assumption yeah. was yes, but I actually don't know for sure. I listened to the commentary for this episode, and apparently one of the funny things about it is that, you know, Trey Parker and Matt Stone are huge fans of Radiohead, but one of the problems well, they yeah, had... yeah, they're annoying with, libertarians. Like, yeah, is that they had to work with Tom York, and they had to tell him to emote more. Like, they had to tell, <laughs> which is like, he's like, you know, if you listen to Radiohead, he's got this very, like, emotional singing. Yeah. And, then, and then you're just like, okay, you have to, you know, be a little better at... Yeah, you have to pretend like you're a human being. Yeah. No, it's. I think what makes the ending work so well is that, like, if it was just his parents, it would be, like, really upsetting. But, like, they just stack the humiliation after humiliation on top of it. Like, then Radiohead shows up and calls him a pussy. And then Cartman drinks his tears off of his face. <laughs> just, like, lick, yeah. lapping them up like a cat with milk. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. shit. I just oh, realized. Me... What? <laughs> Carmen was reenacting the Your Favorite Martian song, Orphan Tears. <laughs> the best song ever written. All right. Um, unqualified praise for that one. One of the best episodes of the show. One of the best punchlines ever written. I wish I could write something as good as that. Uh, not good uh is osama bin laden has farty pants this is i'll their... just get this out of the way now doug walker's favorite episode of south park because it said it helped heal america which it did it did. frankly i have never seen i have never seen something so politically incoherent in my entire life like this is this episode feels like it was written by like four different people and i hate all like, of them. like the war is is a horrible thing that is ruining the lives of the people yeah. out of Afghanistan. but also but we Osh have to do it and yeah. also Yosemite Sam, and also uh, Osama bin Laden is Yosemite Sam. Yeah, it's just it's, it's it, yeah. yeah it it and it's it's especially funny because like you could kind of understand that like if this came out like you know the week of September 11th and they're like what the fuck are we gonna do but like they had like had two, two months. months they had two months to come up with their take and their take is like. Yeah, the Everything. war is probably bad, but also it's good, and you gotta love America, even though we suck. <laughs> Their take is literally everyone's take take at the same time. No, it feels like everyone's taken like two thousand four. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah but it's, which I mean, I guess I no, guess it, 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 good it's, for it's, them it's, for getting there every before everyone else did. No, that's, it's I don't know. Yeah, it, it's I getcha. there's something about like. Because, I mean, yeah, and obviously, you know, our sister show had a great pair of episodes about, like, the culture there. Like, yeah, obviously, it was, like, everyone was fucking insane and stupid, like, in the wake of that. But, like, the the idea of just, like, because the, they, you feel they're trying to be contrarian, but they're too, like, they have a little bit too much normie brain to, like, actually go the route you would need to do to, like, make something funny or, like, memorable, which is, like, 9-11 was good and should happen. So they have yeah. to do, like, the same, you know, respect the troops, like, you know, Amer you know sta stand up and recite the pledge, like, shit that every, like, the entire culture was infested with. And it, it leads to, like, a really, really weird tension between like what the show is what they're trying to be and like what they're either like forced to do or like by by you know like outside forces or their own dumb like 
self-conscious or like you know consciences or whatever it's it's it just none it doesn't cohere ever i i completely agree it is it is a distorted messy episode Um, also it took if uh if if 9-11 happened in, like, January and this episode came out in June, I think they pro- it probably would have been better since they would have had more time to, like, yes. okay, this is in the past now. We can really piss yeah. people off. Like, we can make an episode about why 9-11 was funny. But because it was just two months, it, I think right. they really had to, like, really straddle the line between, like, yeah, they we want to, like, oh, this like, is important. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, we don't camp. like the war, and yeah, you know, we want to be contrarian, but also, you know, it's like, we, they, we gotta, this is, you know, yeah. They they had to walk, walk the tightrope, and they it, they it just didn't work. They just couldn't do it. They, they, yeah. they, the, the thing is, if, if they had gone that, and I, and I wish they had, they probably, there's a good chance they would have gotten fucking canceled. Like, yeah. that, that might be. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Especially, well, remember Bill Maher, like, Bill Maher got fucking... He got his show canceled for being pedantic about yeah, but, the hijackers. But was like, Bill just, Maher like, ever as big of a like phenomenon as South Park? Also, no, no. no. That Which is also I mean, true. you could argue, I guess, whether that works in their favor or against it. But I, I don't know. I feel like Bill Maher is a completely different fucking case. He is disposable. You are correct yeah. about that. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's tricky, and I gotta say, even the jingoism stuff in this, you know, it's annoying, but. It's not as fucking annoying as the endless Looney Tunes cartoon that happens in this. It is. I was. It's just, not even good Looney Tunes either. It's That's not good thing. Looney Tunes. It it fundamentally just feels like you know they're trying to like rally people together. It's like oh you know we can have a laugh at this guy, and it's just not funny at all. It it it's really so, yeah, not like, funny. I, well, th- I mean to be fair, like it does not tie together. But like I think they were paying respect to Mel Blanc who died in nine eleven. Uh. So it, it like I I get what they were going for in the sense of like they were doing all the uh, send up to all those like Looney Tune shorts where like Bugs and Daffy just harass Hitler for seven minutes mm. and like sure but like those weren't even the the guys be- the 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 Warner Brothers is like best material that wasn't even like and also it's just like like looking back at it this isn't also good Looney Tunes either it's like you're doing half bait takes on 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 stuff instead of like really committing to the bit what the bit you know what you know how we talked about scott tennerman if they're gonna do the dumb looney tunes thing with osama bin laden it should have been 22 minutes of dumb looney tunes shit with osama bin laden no that would that would have been even more infuriating oh it would have been worse but i think like they would have at least committed to it more which i I would have respected yeah instead of just like even looney tunes couldn't do 22 minutes of looney tunes yeah like that's why all looney tunes were like 10 minutes max Okay, 14 minutes, or, like, te- you do a seven-minute opening, and then you do the, the last two, thirds, whatever. I mean, uh, like, if you were to do that, it would be, like, you'd have, like, five minutes of fucking Bin Laden Looney Tunes, and then, like, you'd have to be, like, I guess, fucking, you know. This episode does have one scene I like, which is, it's it's when the, like, the Afghanistan uh, equivalent of, like, the South Park gang are walking around looking for things to do, and the buildings oh, they yeah. just keep getting yeah. bombed. That's, like, the one time I laughed during this yeah. episode. Well, it's the one time this show actually has, like, a novel take on this stuff. Like, I mean, at yeah. least novel for November yeah. 2001. Yeah. yeah, for that, it's like, that That was probably kind of, like, hate to say it, that probably actually made some people think around that time. So, Damn. I don't know. It, it uh... I I also was was surprised. That's the thing about South Park is it makes you laugh, but it also makes you think. think. Yeah, yeah. When when if 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 Kenny comes back to life, did they really kill him in the first place? I don't know. I don't know. So one thing that I was surprised uh, they didn't do for this episode, which is I I'm surprised they just immediately took the goat back to the airbase and back to Afghanistan. I thought we would have had like. A, cu- a few, like, one or two scenes of, like, them trying to hide it at the boys' house and doing, like, stupid pet stuff. Uh, I'm kind of glad we skipped past all that dumb stuff. Hmm. Um, Fair enough. Uh, but it's it's just surprised that they didn't even try a little bit, I guess. Do we have all right. anything else we could say about... Oh, uh, you nope. know what I actually do want to say about this? Just, like, to put the button on it. Sure. South Park, or, uh, Family Guy had in, like... 100% better take on the Bin Laden stuff than this show did, which is really strange that, like, South Park did something 
like significantly better or Family Guy did something significantly better than South Park. Remember Which like episode are you Stewie to? Stewie like and that might have been like a later one. I I don't actually remember the con- No, that was Stewie killing Bin Laden in like and the whole in the cave or whatever. I don't think that was immediately in the wake of it, but like that no, was No, that uh, was like season 5. So the, by then you were like after Bush's re-election. Yeah, but like that was a I and so maybe it was just they had time to like stew on it, but that was a, a better Yeah, that that was a more one. like I do I do remember the like the the Bin Laden constantly doing the outtakes. That is yeah, that was a great bet. Instead of yeah, instead of the Durka Durka Durka, which plus, plus is one to Seth, he ooh. needs all the points he can get. Uh, also, also, Comedy Central re-aired this episode after the death of Bin Laden, which is just like yeah, <laughs> ten years later. Good job, God. good job. Okay, uh, we're gonna talk about a double feature now. Uh, it's Kenny dies in Butter's very own episode. I don't really like. Kenny dies that much. I really? think it's, I think it's kind of a dud. I, I, I kind of respect it conceptually because the joke is that it's not funny. Like Kenny dies and everyone's really sad about it. And they act like authentically sad about their friend dying. I just think it's not, they don't balance the tones very well. And I honestly just don't think it's very entertaining. I, I, I will say that I, there are two jokes in this episode before we go any further and talk about the main plot that I really liked. The first is when Butters does the phone calls for Cartman. I really <laughs> yeah. liked that you're, uh, joke. Busting my balls, you're, you're sir. Busting my, yeah. And the, and the ending where they revealed that it was all a ruse by Cartman was like, okay, I liked that. I liked that ending, like, enough where it's like, oh, I, because I genuinely was stupid enough not to see it coming. Like, I, like at the beginning, but it's like, you know what? I could see maybe if, like, but then it's like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. I'm a Le- fucking legitimately, idiot. like, I enjoyed this episode for what it was, which is especially because, like, I'm just a pretentious freak and I, like, meta stuff more than the average bear. Um, but yeah. I, I will agree that Ty I think it would have. Ty loves Deadpool. <laughs> Ty loves Deadpool. Yeah, I, it's my favorite movie. Uh, but <laughs> what, what I think, I think this episode would work in like its stated goals better if it did kind of like Scott Tetterman must die and it like did not give as much time to the fetus B plot, which is really, I think you, you yes. could trim out a lot of that stuff and just yeah. in, like, like, uh, you know, in, in, insert it into the main plot without much difficulty. And I think it would have hung together better structurally. And also if it didn't end with like the Cartman is a bastard thing, like if they just left it with like a very dramatic ending, I think that would have sold the joke better. But I think it felt like they weren't confident in their ability to get away with that. And yeah, I, the episode suffers for it, but the conceit is very, very funny and I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I guess that's fair. Is what if this, you know, what if the character who, like, the whole joke is he dies every episode and then we're getting sick of, like, what if we just make it so he actually dies in this episode, but he doesn't come back and everyone treats it, like, very seriously is a great, it's a great premise that they, I think, dilute a little too much. Yeah, they do, they do, they do flop it a bit. Yeah. They kind of revisit this premise later when they have the Terry Schiavo episode. Um, And I think they do it better there. Well, they've had more experience, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But what what was uh do we have anything else to say about that episode cuz outside of like the conceit I don't think it's very um I don't think there's a whole lot to dig into. Yeah, no, it it's just it's like a it's an interesting experiment. It's necessary for the show. It's you know, a good try. It's just I think they either needed to they needed to like commit more or just like uh find a different way to take take it on. It's just not a very fun episode to watch more than once. What well, but I and Okay, this is going to be, like, the most fucking, like, like annoying thing I've maybe ever said, which I know it's saying something. Um, <laughs> I don't believe I don't, you. I don't think a comedy should have to be, like... Yeah, I don't think a comedy not. should have to be entertaining to be funny. Well, I thought you were going to say a different thing, which is comedies don't need to, to, to have rewatch value. You can have one no, good feeling, even, and that's all that matters. Not even that. Like, that's also true, but legitimately, I think, like... I don't think a joke, ha- like, I. it's one of those things where it's like, an episode like that, would. it's like a deadpan joke, where it's like, the the episode doesn't need to sell you on the fact that it's funny to be funny. Mm. You know? I can see where Ty is coming from. I disagree with Andy really strongly, but I'm not going to get into that debate right now. 
Um, I don't know. But I, yeah, I, I can see where you're coming. I just, it, yeah. it's like, just, like it's I I, I, obviously in like the wake of, you know, Rip to Norm Macdonald, like I, I was watching compilations of him and just the way like he would structure a story where it's like the joke is how long it goes for no payoff, like, and just completely, you know, deadpan, like there's not much embellishment. Like that is an equally valid joke as to like all of the, you know, dumb gay, like we can't get through it without laughing shit we do on this show. Like, the, it, and I think the same holds true for, like, longer form comedy, like a television show or a movie. Like, it, it's mm. like saying that, That's like, it, it's like saying that a serious man isn't funny because it's, like, not, you know, because it, it's not the Three Stooges or whatever, you know? Okay. Does that, um, am I making any no, sense No, I get what you're all? saying. Okay. I, I think, I think, I think there is, like, room in comedy for yeah. this kind of, this kind of structure. Mm. Um... All right, uh, I guess we got to go to Butter's very own episode, which is... So here's the thing. People have talked about Scott Tennerman for years, and I get that from this season, why, like, that's the main focus. This shit's almost as good. This was a... I mean, this good. is a big, I think, thing that people go back to as well. Like, not to the same degree. That Well, that I, as an outsider, haven't heard of. Because, like, yeah. you know, I'm talking yeah. about that from my perspective. But, like, this shit... You know what? I think I like this better than Scott Tennerman. That's totally respectable. I think they're like, you know, this one, like they're both in the upper echelon and this is such a, it's such a great episode. It's so Butters good. is just a fantastic character. Yeah. I will say one of the funnier things about this episode is that Matt and Trey don't really apologize for stuff. Like they, they don't really, the only things I think they've really like, they've kind of hedged on global warming and trans issues, but like the only thing that right. they actually admit we fucked up on was uh, the Ramses and Gary Condit. That's the only thing they actually uh, feel bad about. I, I mean, are we going to get into that? Because I don't think <laughs> they I, need to go apologize. <laughs> yeah, do you... and the brother obviously did it. And Condit is like enough of a fucking snake that like, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, Yeah. Which I yeah. mean, if they felt like they had to, like good for, I, I don't believe that either of them are innocent in it. Like, yeah. For a second, I thought you were going to say they apologized to OJ, which like... No, I mean, OJ <laughs> is also that. probably not innocent. Yeah. I'd respect it, that Legitimately, I think they knocked out of the park OJ. there. Yeah. 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 yeah, no, that... That's a good joke. I also... Butters... The stuff with Butters' parents is funny. It's very funny. Yeah. But I also love the just road trip that he... Like how the truck driver just fucking leaves him there on the side of the road. Yeah. Just, it's, also, it, it's also something that they're very, very good at. That like I think a lot of like people in similar spaces in comedy do not really know how to do. Which is they, they're so good at building like... Oh, like a little like stakes out of things that just like some dipshit like mountain town child would be very excited about that it's like you watch it as an adult it's like oh this is like the lamest shit ever like yeah. like how he gets all excited about Bennigan's it's like oh this is like a, like a place where you can go and get like the driest steak you've ever eaten but like for a kid it's fucking yeah. awesome and that lends stakes to the thing and makes it even funnier because you and the, as an adult are like that's such a ridiculous thing to like go on you know 80 you know around the world in 80 days for like mm. it's just like the the, the worst ham like the sloppiest hamburger ever created by human hands <laughs> yeah no absolutely one thing this show is also really good at doing is it's really good at depicting just how fucked up Butters' home life is and making it yeah. funny but also really really upsetting like just oh. the like constant abuse Butters takes from his parents this season is like kind of sad to watch, but then like it'll always get punctured, which is like, oh man, that kid's life sucks. Remind me to kick his ass tomorrow. Or yeah, something. and it, it, and it's also funny because the joke of Butters is that like, and I honestly I think that like the ending of the episode kind of takes away from a, a bit because what makes Butters so funny is that he's just like perpetually upbeat, like like everything that goes wrong he's just like a little kind of like ray of sunshine about it and like it's a simple joke but contrasting that with like what's the most fucked up thing we can imagine it, it it's well, a really good concept like 
that that yeah. like the core conceit going forward i don't think is like if we're going to have it in like a character arc for butters i don't think that works but i do like the conceit of this episode that everyone else in the world is fine after the events of it completely forgives the parents <laughs> except butters i do kind of like that sure. angle. Okay. i just love butters like reaction to it where he's just like he learns he's like oh okay and <laughs> yeah. then he's just like and then there's just like damn dude it's like and he's just like well it's gonna be okay we're going to bed against tonight and then kyle says really you think it's gonna be okay and he no. just says no, no <laughs> the episode no. ends <laughs> yeah. yeah no it's it's a great episode and i think a really really good introduction to butters who will get like a big spotlight yeah. next season uh yeah i don't yeah it's just a fantastic episode and if south park must be preachy the kind of meta joke they do where he has the speech and he just like he just screams certain parts of the speech and it just camera points yeah. to like the ram yeah it's like you should people were calling me a liar yeah. liar <laughs> just they're saying to... you got away with murder <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that is that is also like a really really good uh really good like just obvious but funny writing technique yeah and, and god i did not know about the apology thing and that still made me so mad like just the idea of like, I mean, yeah, you can't prove it, but it's fairly certain that like all, all, like all four of these people are in the Eric Clapton, you know, home of child endangerment. Like it's not. <laughs> yeah. There, none of them are like at the at the very least, none of them are scot free. <laughs> at, at least, only at least at minimum, only one of them is an epic Twitter guy now. Yeah. <laughs> the the. Every cool. single time there's like an unsolved child murder, like at best, the parents were negligent. Like, yeah. At, at, at best, there's like some, you know, maybe understandable negligence involved, but you know, yeah. your kid killed. But also, but also like, it also feels like, I don't know, like, why don't you apologize to Charles Winberg while you're at it? Like, you know, it's like, it just, it feels, and maybe it's because it was more like timely or whatever, but just the idea of like, I don't know. They didn't, it's not that they apologized. It's just that a New York Times reporter said, like, have you guys ever, like, eaten crow on anything? And they said, uh, Gary Condit and the Ramses. They said, like, yeah. we were wrong about that. But it, if they made, like, a they big weren't. public apologies, I think I would be asking for the show to get canceled. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so God. funny to single them out, too, when, like, half your episodes from, like, the 2000s were just, like, global warming isn't real. Transgender people are disgusting. And I should be allowed to say anything I want to with no repercussions. And I was just like, yeah, we're yeah. really sorry about the people who murdered their kid. <laughs> we're really sorry we gave <laughs> no, them a bad that, name. No, <laughs> that's not fair. They didn't murder their kid. They covered up the fact that their son murdered his sister. Um, I see. Yeah. Come on. Let's not slander these good people. <laughs> yeah. This has been uh, your true crime episode segment. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I didn't realize I'm the, I'm the way one talking about true crime. Yeah, it's It's in my genes there have been multiple instances of me seeing like you know black people on twitter just being like true crime is a really fucked up and kind of racist genre that kind of encourages reactionary fears and people encourages you to be like on paranoid of all time and then like a woman with ben franklin glasses as in the replies like um it helps me with my trauma okay and it helps me protect myself And half of the time, the trauma is like one time I saw a guy in a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> the trauma is yeah, a homeless that's... guy called me beautiful once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, not, yeah, obviously not every, but like a lot of the time, like it feels like the true crime women are like the ones who like have never real whatever. This is too <laughs> not, I'll cut that out. But, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. True. True crime. Yeah. True crime is like, it's the woman version of dads reading books called like, what if the Nazis won the Nazis that won the true. war? That is true. Yeah. True, is, true is. crime is the woman version of civil war reenactments. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. That would be so funny if they had like John Benet Ramsey reenactments instead of civil war reenactments. Uh, oh yeah. fuck and on that note i think it is time for us to bid this you was a fun folks episode. to do i hope you had fun yeah. with us yeah. yeah it's uh i think yeah. this show's better when we don't give a shit yeah yeah right. we haven't been giving Catch a you on shit the flip side everyone yeah i don't give bye. a fuck bye i don't bye. give a damn i don't give a flying shoot i, I don't give care. a crap That all you 
going? Are we in the back half? Oh, do we want yeah. to talk about Tali? Oh, uh, uh, at all? He's kind of weird. That's all I have to say. No, <laughs> I don't have much to say he's about cool. him. He's just weird. Would you? Right would you smoke a bowl with Tali? No, he seems okay. like an awful person to get high with. Really? Yeah, it's, I don't know. It just be. It would be annoying. Like you, you'd, you'd nice. smoke weed with him, and then he'd just be like. Uh, to ask you like dumb hypothetical questions. That's cool. When you're high, that's fun. Yeah, fuck. I talked myself into it. That's right. Yeah, it is fun. No, to be that, like, that rocks. It's fun to be stoned out of your mind. And it's fun like, to do that sober. Yeah, just just that's like half of, of this podcast. <laughs> just so, just like your friend who's just like having a panic attack. It's like, if you had to have sex with a dog, would you, or something like that. If you no no it has to be like if you had to have sex with a dog what dog would you choose? <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you I'm think back. do you think Goofy has like a human thing down there or do you think he's got a red rocket? I'm still fucked oh, up by this one. Uh, would you rather question I was asked in eighth grade, which is, would you rather watch your parents have sex for every night for the rest of your life or join in once? I'm kept up at night thinking about that one. <laughs> I would rather join in with your parents. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop! There it is. Well, again. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I thought you know what? I thought the dismount was going to be as good as the as the punchline, and you know what? Diminishing returns. Yeah. Um. So what episodes are we doing again? Uh, we're gonna know. do Scott Tennerman. We're gonna do Osama bin Laden. We're doing the of course. Kenny dies, butters very. Kenny dies episode. and butters. Okay, sounds good to me. All right, let's go.